Hello, people. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme, talking today about optometry and ophthalmology, basically your eye docs. Now, when you go to an optometrist to get a new prescription for a new pair of glasses, they show you several different lenses. Is A better than B? Is one better than two? And they go back and forth, back and forth through each eye. And you got to make a judgment call. Eh, this one's a little bit better. Oh, that one's not so good. I can't really tell the difference between these two. Well, we could eliminate all that with quantum physics. If you were to take the double slit experiment, when you look at it one way, you see two lines. When you don't look at it, or correction, yeah, when you don't look at it, you see a multiple, multitude of lines. Well, if you had a computer detector so that you're doing the double slit experiment on the wall for the eye test, and as you're looking at it, you could have multiple double slit experiments going at the same time for different parts of the eye. And so you're looking at it, and what looks to you like a, a cross is actually 10 different double slit experiments going on at the same time. And then as the lenses change, it changes the results because when you can see the results, the results change, which is an odd thing in quantum physics. But then the computer will register that the results have changed. Now you're seeing clearly. They can then make the experiment smaller so that it's harder to see and have the lenses change again and have them change again and have it all done automatically. So you're sitting there, put on the normal, you know, glass look through thing and have all the lenses change automatically so that they precisely measure what you can actually see. So you don't have to make the value judgments on it and you get perfect glasses every time. Now, let's say you have somebody who can't communicate well. Ta-da, it's done. Now, let's say you have somebody in a coma or in a persistive vegetative state, as they say, and they don't know if the brain is active or not, or there's questions. Give them that eye test. If they can see something, if they are competent enough to see and their brain can analyze and make reality, essentially. Because when you look at a double-slit experiment, the fact that the outcome changes, the fact that you look at the outcome, if you look at an experiment and the fact that you're looking at it changes it. But the insects in the rooms, the flies, the praying mantises, etc., are looking at the same results, but they don't change the outcome then your brain, being more advanced than a fly's, changes the outcome. Well, there is going to be a line somewhere between insects and humans. Could be at the crow level, could be at the chimpanzee level, could be anything in between, a good dog maybe. We can find out where that mental acuity
changes the outcome of that experiment. And when we find that level, and then you can change the experiment, instead of using photons, you can use protons, you can use uh, atoms, you can use molecules. You build larger things going through the double slit, and yes, they have done the experiment where they sent through massive molecules, particles, through the double slit experiment, and it still end up with interference lines. So, we get, find at various masses going through what intellectual level is required to alter reality, to alter the experiment. And it may be different um, brain powers for different levels of mass going through the double slit experiment, or it may not. It may be all just that one checkoff point. Let's say the, the level of a dog. Well, you have somebody in a persistent vegetative state, and you do the experiment on them, and if their residual intellect is dog-like or less, and they don't change the experiment, there's your answer. You know what level they're at. Or if it's higher, and they do change the experiment, then you also know something. It's a way of gathering information. Now, the judgments on what to do with that information, ha -ha, that's up to each individual state, each legislature, each doctor. However, those people are going to do it. But I'm not getting involved in making the value judgment of what life is best and which ones are worse. They're all worse. They're never as great as me because I am, obviously, the mad scientist supreme. So, let's get this profit-making going where we can automatically have the lenses, lenses prescribed to you essentially by a computer by the interaction of quantum physics and your mind and your eye. That's my money-making idea for today. I encourage you to go out there and do it. And, of course, give me 10%. Thank you very much. If you know an optometrist that knows a little bit about physics, let them know about this. Maybe they'll invest and off to the races with money-making we are. Thank you very much. This is the Mad Scientist Supreme signing out.